O Father. We need your Holy Spirit to intercede on behalf of our inadequacy to express our gratitude. Oh, the blood cleansed us. We praise you, Father. We don't have to live our lives in guilt and condemnation. We praise you. We don't have to live our lives powerless and aimless. We don't have to. We don't have to live our lives arguing and fighting. We don't have to live our lives unforgiven or not forgiving. We don't have to live our lives in the weariness of wanting to be served instead of being servant-hearted. Oh, Father, the longer we live, we see it's a mystery of learning what we just prayed. Oh, Spirit of holy God, fall fresh on us today. Move in our minds and our hearts what only you can do. We often sing, open the eyes of our hearts. Lord, open the eyes of our hearts today. As we think, I have one life to live. How will I live it in my home? How will I live it as a husband, as a dad, as a wife, as a mom, as a student, as a child, as a single adult? How will I live it? Oh, Father, thank you for your spirit's working in our lives today to your honor and your glory. Thank you, Father, for teaching us what it means to humble ourselves before you and learn of you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Help each other up. If you are visiting with us today, we welcome you. This is a very different service than normally we have. First of all, it's 30 minutes shorter. And for some of you are thinking, well, if he lets us out at 945, it may be 45 minutes shorter. Because often we go late, but I'm going to do everything we can because our fellowship time, which follows at 945, whether you brought food today or not, there is plenty of food. In fact, I ordered a whole lot of extra food, even if any of you forgot or if you didn't think to bring enough, there's plenty, there will be plenty of food left over. So we want you to go downstairs, and that fellowship time will be 9.45 to 11 o'clock. But we do this once a year. That is, we do what the Lord says over 220 times. And you guys might as well come now because we're going to serve the Lord's Supper and we'll all be in one section. We're going to remember 
what God put in our hearts 17 years ago in a few months when we begin West County Community Church. And I want us to stand one more time. You don't even have to sit down, you that are coming. You can just keep standing, and we're going to stand together and say one more time the vision statement. If you need your notes for the vision statement, just look in your message notes. They are there where it says Scripture memory work normally. It just says memory work. Here we go. We are surrendered Increasingly, our intention is to become fully Now, what does that mean? Well, this is what it means. It means our covenant. So if you'll look in your bulletin before we sit down, Let's read our covenant together. See, in America, church is very confusing. I mean, if you don't know Christ, often even when I visit churches, I think, could I have even found Christ in that place? There is so much that is confusing. There is so much that's not biblical. And so when we started West County Community Church, that was the vision statement that God gave us So how do you live that out? Well, as we've been studying the last month, God is a covenant God. The Bible is a covenant book. The way we have a relationship with Him is through covenant. And throughout the Word of God, when you have a relationship with Him, you have automatically a relationship, remember your list, of one another's covenant. So here are biblical expressions that make up how we are a dynamic community of faith. Let's read our covenant statement, and we'll read that little prelude to our covenant. Read with me. Having received Christ as my Lord and Savior and been baptized and being in agreement with West County Community Church's vision, values, and operating principles, Phil, In doing so, I commit myself to God and to the other members to do the following. Do, you, do all of you see where we are? Okay, you have an insert in your bulletin. On one side, it says West County Community Church Covenant. On the other side, it says WCCC Values. Everyone good? Who does not have a bulletin? Okay, very good. Now, let's start. You notice there are four operating values. Do you see what you just read? In agreement with the vision statement. We've already said it twice today. The values are these four statements in dark font. Those are the four operating values of West County Community Church. I will protect the unity of my church. I will share the responsibility of my church. I will serve the ministry of my church. And I will support the ministry of my church. 
See, the difference between a member and an attendee, if you just attended West County, is you enjoy everything this ministry is doing, but you don't have any responsibility of those four operating values. So let's read now the scriptural principles involved in these operating values. I will protect the unity of my church. Read with me. Therefore, as God's chosen people, question, is that hard to do in a church family? Impossible to do. Why? Because we're all sinners. Did you see what it says? We've got to clothe ourselves in the Holy Spirit because we're going to upset each other. We're going to frustrate each other. We're going to disappoint each other. And it says, bear with one another. That means a burden. And if I don't have the power of the Spirit, I give out. And I give up. So what it's saying is I understand this is a challenge to live in unity with brothers and sisters because none of us have arrived. So I need the Holy Spirit's power to do this. Did you know this church family is only a gathering of all of its families? How many of you, don't raise your hand, had conflict this week in your marriage? Did you know you bring that, if it's not resolved in the Spirit, into this church body? Every child that's living in disobedience and rebellion to his parents, when they come here, they bring that to this church gathering. And so we said right off, we understand our challenge. I must be clothed with the Spirit of God. Read the next one. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Is that needed? Did any of you complain to one another this week? See, This is a covenant. This is saying, I realize I need to be clothed with the Holy Spirit. Read the next one. Obey your leaders and submit to their authority. They keep watch over you as men who must give an account. Obey them so that their work will be a joy, not a burden, for that would be of no advantage to you. Is it hard to submit to authority? Again, the answer to every one of these is impossible unless I first humble myself and submit to the Father. Well, the next operating value, I will share the responsibility of my church. Let's read. We always thank God for all of you, mentioning you in our prayers. We continually remember before our God and Father your work produced by faith. Next scripture, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you.
Next scripture, accept one another then just as Christ accepted you in order to bring praise to God. That's what it means to be a member of this church family. Look at the next operating principle. I will serve the ministry of my church. Now, as we read this, I want every one of you that are present members to think about where are you serving? And for you that are praying about becoming a covenant member, God's Spirit is working in your heart. Where are you going to serve? Let's read these verses. Each one should use whatever gift he has received to serve others. It was he who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers to prepare God's people Each of you should. To the glory of God, one of the greatest statements that ever could be said about this church family is that is a church family of servants. That is a church family of servants. And I affirm so many of you that's so true of your life to the glory of God, and I thank you for that. Look at the last operating value and principle that we have there. I will support the ministry of my church. Let's read. Let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing. Whatever happens, conduct yourselves. And on the first day of every week, and when I first presented this covenant to people, a few people said, Pastor, don't you think that's a little too much? I said, only if you don't understand biblical salvation. And that's why the verse of Scripture that from the first day we ever had a website and the guy designing our web, he was from out of town. He said, you need a Scripture on that website that one Scripture will identify what this church stands for. I didn't have to think for a half a second. I said it will be 1 Corinthians 6, 19, 20. What do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? you have of God, and you are not your own. You're bought with the, with the price, the price of the Lord Jesus. Therefore, honor, glorify your body, which is the Lord's. See, conclusion, understanding a biblical view of salvation, how could we ever desire, expect less? Now, what does this mean that we have this covenant? Well, it means we'll be a people that will live with biblical values. Turn it over and you can be seated. I can tell some of you are getting tired. Now, there again, you see our vision statement where it says West County Community Church values. But understanding our vision statement and understanding how we live that out through our 
our operating principles. This is how we live. These are the values. Let's read through these. And even though I know it says we stand, I'm letting you because I could see some of you about to wilt on me. So let's read through these. Number one, holiness. Our first value is personal holiness. God empowers and we obey in experiencing practical holiness. For it is written, be holy because I am holy. Now that word holy in the Hebrew and in the Greek, that is in the Old Testament, the New Testament, it means separate. I'm in this world, but I'm not of this world because God has called me and set me forth to be light and salt in a world that's dark and corrupted. That's holiness. See, look at number two. Read it. Stewardship. We believe all we are And here's the scripture. Moreover, it is required in stewards. And that word steward simply means manager. Everything that God entrusts to me, he entrusts me to manage it faithfully. Then the next value, biblical. Our standard for faith and practice is God's Word rightly interpreted and honestly applied. Read it. Our all Scripture is God-breathed. The next principle, compassion. Knowing that compassion for people and compassion is love and mercy put together. For people marked our Lord's earthly ministry, we choose to see worth in every individual and commit ourselves to minister to and encourage those within our sphere of influence. Read it with me. Therefore, as God's chosen people, servanthood, knowing that Jesus came not to be served but to serve. We choose to model servanthood as God's method for touching the world and God's will for each believer. The servant's primary task is to accomplish the will of the master. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus. And they all rest in this principle, humility. See, knowing that we have not arrived spiritually and that we are constantly dependent upon the Lord Jesus Christ and His Spirit for empowerment and guidance, we choose to be lifelong learners and a people of devoted prayer. Read with me. And we urge you, brothers...
and development, knowing that growing to spiritual maturity and ministry effectiveness is a continual process. We choose to set upon a course of lifelong development, ever striving to be conformed to the image of Christ. We choose to be seeking constantly new and relevant ways to improve our ministry and impact our world for Christ. Read with me, not that I have already obtained this, integrity, knowing that Jesus Christ always lived out a strict alignment between what He knew and believed and what He did, we also choose to insist on absolute integrity of character as God's standard for our lives. Do not merely listen to the Word. Leadership by example. Our model for leadership is Jesus Christ who led by example. We desire to impact our world through Christ-like leadership. Read, but if anyone obeys His Word, and reproduction. By the way, when you live this life, this will be automatic. When Christ controls my life, He's going to control, if I'm married, my marriage. If He's in control of my marriage, He's going to get in control and transform my children. Then we as a family are going to come to a body called a church fellowship, and we're going to impact that fellowship in encouragement and experiencing, living, modeling, communicating truth. And the result of that, as we go out, every time we assemble, then we go out, the overflow, which is the aroma of Jesus, flows through our life and flows through my lips. And we reproduce. Life reproduces. So that's why this is the last one. Let's read it. Just as Jesus Christ reproduced Himself in the ministry of the apostles, we believe it is our responsibility as individual believers and as a church to win and disciple every person possible within our corporate sphere of influence. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. And conclusion, understanding a biblical view of salvation, how could we ever desire or expect less? If you open your message notes, if you have not been here during the month, I put the notes just to review with all the blanks that you could hopefully catch up with what we've studied, because we've been studying about being a covenant people. As you look at the top of your right side of notes, 
The way I began this study a month ago is, remember, we were setting apart our elders, so we talked about the dynamic of leadership. And see if you remember what we said. Since everything blank, blank with leadership, what goes in there? Anyone remember? This is why I do review often. Since everything, write it in, rises or falls with leadership. Now you remember. And since trust is the what? The foundation of leadership, that is, the way I experience, the way I live, the way I model Christ gives me trust with my wife to follow me. See, the way I live my life in Christ Jesus gives trust to my sons to listen and follow their dad, even though they're sinful, independent, rebellious children. They think, Dad does know what he's talking about. Look how he lives. So I would like right now, every if you are a husband, would you stand? Now, I saw two men look at their wife. You are a husband. <laughs> you are a husband. Now, We've just read a lot that made some of you weary. In fact, some of you that don't like to read, that's more reading than you've done in a long time. But I didn't put that there to weary you. I put there that hopefully the Spirit of God would well up in you and you would think, wow, this is what it means to be in a covenant relationship with God and other people. God wants you men to have that dynamic power of influence in your marriage because you're a godly man. God wants you to have that powerful influence in your children because you're a godly daddy. And you say, well, I haven't been. Well, that's the good news of the gospel. God is the God that takes us wherever we are and says, come Humble yourself and learn of me. You only have one life. Now, every wife or mother, would you stand? Keep standing, men. You are a leader. How are you a leader? When the Scripture says, wife, to respect your husband, you know the greatest way you can respect your husband? Is you can encourage him. You can pray for him. You can be the greatest cheerleader he ever knows. Because there are no perfect husbands. Because we're all, did you read, on development? We're all learning. We're growing in the process. So if you think you're blessed with the gift of discernment and criticism, it's not a gift. Instead of criticize, pray. Instead of give up, encourage. 
and watch your man climb mountains he never has. Every time in my life that I've said, I don't think I can, I praise God I've had a wife that says, honey, you can. I've had little boys, his sons say, daddy, you can. Everything rises or falls with leadership. See, if you notice, I don't even have to say Church elders, church staff, by the way, all students, you're a leader, stand. I'll get us all standing. Children, stand. You're a leader with brothers and sisters, school friends. We're all standing. You notice I don't even have to say now church staff, stand. I don't have to say elders, stand. I don't have to say Bible studies, Bible teachers, care group leaders, greeters, worship team, stand. We're all standing. Do you get a hold of this? Our leadership begins where? At home. Now just listen to this scripture. And men, you that are serving the Lord's Supper, and Jeff and Ashley, you that are going to lead us in music, you come this time. Let me just read 1 Corinthians chapter 11. And you just think about what if every person in West County Community Church, if you're a member of West County, what if every person lived out the covenant and values as you're presently living? What kind of church would this be? If every person lived like I live, what kind of families would we have here at West County? See, it says, For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you, the Lord Jesus On the night he was betrayed, he took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. And what are you remembering? I'm not my own if I claim Christ. I've been bought. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Therefore, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and the blood of the Lord. A man ought to examine himself. And I ask you this last Sunday, spend the whole week examining yourself before he eats of the bread and drinks of the cup. For anyone who eats and drinks without recognizing the body of the Lord Jesus eats and drinks judgment on himself. Let's pray together. Father, search us with your Holy Spirit that we might see how good, how abundant, how victorious how fruitful life can be we enter Lord when we enter a covenant relationship with you and one another at home and in a church family Father we cry out for mercy and forgiveness as what you put in our hearts for some of us 
We were here 17 years ago in a few months in October when we stood and said, I make this covenant. And Lord, I confess first, we have failed so miserably. I have failed so miserably so many times, Father, in living out what you gave me as a husband, as a daddy, as a pastor, as a son, as a brother. And I thank you for your grace and forgiveness and cleansing. I thank you for your continued teaching. And Father, thank you as we, by your mercy, take your supper today that we can say, I, Lord, reaffirm my covenant with you, with my family, with my church family. Thank you for such a privilege to live faithful in you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.